0: And it's great to have uh, Emma Cochran back on the line, Emma. Uh, I know it's only happening. We record this on a Tuesday evening. It's only happening as we talk. But Pascal Dunhu has been uh, trying to explain uh, uh, himself. He has 1,400 more of an expense in 2020 that he didn't uh, declare, apart from the stuff in in 2016. So. It's a bit of a drip-drip, uh, more revelations and more revelations, and it's a pity, really. I don't know whether it's a resigning matter or not, but uh, I think that the man has done a good job. But, I mean, as we have said here last week, I mean, the rules are the rules, and that's it. Yeah, the rules are the rules, but um,
1: I think it's important to keep sight of what the rules say as well. Um, uh, the simple rules... Don't say that uh, a minister must resign his office as a result of a uh, misdeclaration or yeah, underdeclaration, yeah. yeah. deliberate or otherwise. The role, of suppose, is there to investigate these things and make a recommendation to government and the government of the day to make the to make the decision on whether or not they have confidence in the minister to continue in his office. Um, and I suppose it's like many things that we're seeing nowadays, it's the witch hunt mentality. Uh, yeah. Oh, there's a soft belly now on this fella and, you know, he's so prim and proper and he's so uh, yeah. righteous and that, that we'll take him down a peg or two. Um, and, look, these, these things happen, like, we, we have a record in this country yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, taking the head off that, you know, gets caught out in these things and very often it ends up being a... Which one? ...to our own disadvantage in the long term. Um, and yeah, we've seen that time and time again with commissioners and ministers and, you know, it's about, like, if we say life is about balance, well, punishment then needs to meet the crime. Um And... There's an awful lot of ways that the likes of ministers and politicians can be held to account rather than simply saying carte blanche you'd have to resign yeah,
0: yeah. Um, what are your own thoughts on Seamus? Well, uh, well see the thing about it on one side of it is you're going to have the drip drip which is unfortunate for him like, I mean, it's a, he obviously had more to say or else he wouldn't have come back today uh, to answer for a second time so there was obviously more in the closet there so uh, it doesn't seem to be um, on the face of it anyway it doesn't seem to be that a resigning matter or an awful lot of money or whatever but it's something that he should have done that he did and the way the media and social media is now it's drip 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 and it's a sort of a relentless pursuit of uh, you know and until somebody is gone and then they'll turn their ire to the next person so uh, i hope he doesn't have to resign because i think he did a good job but uh, i wouldn't be 100 percent certain that that's going to be the case
1: no, I think look, the, 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 the the standard has been for recent times is no matter how much uh, public figure apologises, no matter how sorrowful they Damn. may be or oh. how genuine they may be in their uh, apologies, it's, it's never enough of an apology. It's never enough of a... Uh, May culpa for the people who have their knees out for whoever it is. And it's not just who it, it could be anyone. Um, yeah, yeah, That's that's the world we live in at the minute. And look, I suppose that he, he was without think cast for stone because, yeah, but, uh... like, um, <laughs> human beings are inherently flawed. Yeah. Politicians that's, that's... are probably more dependent on their staff than most and their campaign managers than most to catch these things before they become a problem and make sure the declarations are there and done right.
0: Um,
1: And you could probably be certain that if you dig enough into any politicians in this country, and certainly any government minister who's been there for more than a term or two, or um, something. You'll find yeah. you'll find something that you can point to and say, "Ah, look, he's a flawed human being. He's a flawed individual." Mm. And you know why we constantly want to be able to hold our politicians to higher um, account, yeah, a, higher standards than the average punter. That's that's you no, know, that's fair enough. Yeah. That. We do expect that. Yeah. But by the same account, are we going to run every single person in politics that ever did a? Did, did, did a job or yeah. put their head above the earth oh, at all, and that? And we're just going to run everyone out of politics because that's what that's what we we'll have to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah. have to run every it's single mad, politician yeah. and minister out of the doll and um, if that's if that's what we're intending, that doesn't mean you don't get, you get away scot-free. Mm-hmm. I think there should be a punishment, but I just don't think this cancel culture of oh he stepped up, let's Take the head off mm. um, is good or healthy for a country. Um, Ireland is by far has some of the most stringent reporting rules in the in the globe. Um, we virtually eliminate any political donations um, over very pittance amount of money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, a lot of harm can be done over very little. We've seen it before with the Gulf Gate Scenario and um, uh, Derek Leary had to resign uh, after only been in there a week. Yeah. And the reality is that when the investigation was completed and the washing was hung out to dry, it turned out that well, actually no, there was no rules broken and there was no. That's right. That's um, nice. it, it was. It, it was. There was no. Um, Laws broken. No. Um, even more serious than a uh, rule, a law. Um, I'm not sure, can we, are we a country that's built for the nuance of that anymore, but we should be. Um, and look, uh, far be it for me to come to the defence of Pascal Dunn or any other. Oh, or or, or sure. me
0: either. Or me either.
1: Yeah. yeah. But, you know, the reality here is that there has to be, th- these investigations take time. Um, and the, the worst thing you can possibly do in politics now apparently is admit your mistakes because yeah, yeah. you'll be strung across the cold first.
0: Look, no, um, uh, I was just going to move on to something that we were talking about earlier on and you have a, a particular take on it. I mean, uh, there was a mental a report on the mental health service yesterday and it's, it was absolutely frightening. I was out for a walk yesterday and I was listening to it in the headphones there. Uh, about all these experts that were on yesterday. And they were saying that as far as uh, dealing with our children is concerned, that our mental health services is not fit for purpose. You know, they were saying that there's great people working on it, but the services just aren't there. And, I mean, it's just, it's horrific uh, to think that that's where we are in this day and age. And you have, have also a take on it uh, there that you were explaining to me earlier on that's very interesting.
1: Yeah, well, if we look at um, the whole society approach to mental health and take it from uh, youth, youth, that young people and adolescents yeah. that are dealing with mental health issues and bring it right into, we'll say, early adulthood, um, you, we have a situation where the New Directions um, policy in the yeah. intellectual disability services... Um, is saying that individuals who have mild intellectual disabilities yeah. at the point of maturity, at 18 years of so age... So when they come to 18, they, yeah, yeah. When they come to 18, that essentially they become the problem of the Department of Social Protection. Um, and that... The they're on their own. And the health services, they're on their own, and they get the supports that are there for you or I or anybody else who might be unemployed. Yeah. Um Which becomes this, uh, you know, this rolling effect of uh, they need a little bit of support, the support aren't there, and all of a sudden you have uh, vulnerable people who, with a little bit of support, um, could... Possibly get, get into the workplace. And but isn't it, Emmett,
0: that the government is abdicating its responsibility to look after these people, even if they only wanted a minimal amount of services?
1: Of course, and that is what the situation. And you see us talking to people in working the mental health services time and again. It we don't have any plan for dealing with uh, addiction through the, public sec- through the public sector in this country. Um, we treat it like an addiction like a mental health problem. Um, and with the way the new directions is moving now, you're also looking at, at uh, bio- or, you know biological issues and intellectual disabilities also been treated as a mental health issue. and you know mental health crises are commonplace, I think it, it, if you you probably have lived a very sheltered life if you haven't uh, engaged with somebody younger old who has dealt with you know right. anxiety and depression yeah. Yeah. right through to the likes of schizophrenia or bipolar disorder um, and you know there we have to be able to do better to support people who need a little bit of support early on in life
0: yeah yeah to I keep agree them, with them you? on
1: the right track totally agree and with you. it the, the commission, the mental health commission's report, um, which I admittedly haven't read, but I've only some of the reports on it, um, have been that look, we're we're not doing enough, and until government decides that not everything is either going to be a physical health or a mental health issue, in the most extreme of the circumstances, i.e., a crisis, and decides to invest. Earlier in crisis prevention over crisis solutions, then we're we're on the high road to nowhere because the resources aren't there. Yeah. Um, you you send somebody at 18 into the adult mental health services, um, and it's you're completely overwhelmed, and the services are overwhelmed, and you, there's not the there's neither the social workers available yeah. nor the mental health professionals available, and sometimes. Uh, st- yeah, well almost all the time a stitching time says nine. Um and all you have to do is look That's around that. at how the services in Counterburst Common alone have been underfunded for gosh, since Decades. the time of memorial. From the day they were day they were in, in um, Set established, they've been under underfunded, under resourced. Um and you know that Leads to the spiraling effect of a mental health issue becomes an addiction problem, and that feeds becomes a negative feedback loop of sorts, where yeah, yeah. you end up with a full-blown crisis. Whereas a little bit of intervention early on could have prevented it.
0: Exactly. I'm
1: um, only over the last few weeks that I've been uh, reading a lot about health uh, psychology and. The effects of, you know, trauma on children, particularly during the formative years, we—I don't think um, well, I certainly wasn't—aware
0: uh, oh, cognizant yeah.
1: of of how big an effect a very small offence can have on a child yeah, yeah, yeah. and forming into their personality. And until you know, we, as a country, decide, okay, we're going to treat trauma and the the symptoms of trauma earlier on in life, before um, they become a full-blown societal problem, um, then we're going to keep living the same cycle over and over and over.
0: There's no doubt about that. Uh, Just, we'll give a small little mention before we finish and we can do more on it next week. Enoch Burke, what's your take on what's happening with him?
1: Well... (laughs) You're controversial if you do and you're controversial if you don't on this particular... Well, yeah, absolutely, yeah. (laughs) Look, the reality here is um, that we can't have a system whereby people are willingly ignoring court order. The court order is there for a very particular reason, and generally these kind of injunctions are there to protect um, somebody... More vulnerable. In this case, we're talking about children. Yes. Now, has he done himself? Any favours in his conduct uh, over the last few months?
0: And his family, and fair, no.
1: And the family. And look, the reality is, there's no right person that can say that his behaviour was acceptable. Um, but by the same account, I don't think any right person would either would think that. Uh, what was being asked of uh, in a work in terms of you, you yeah, legislating yeah, yeah. the yeah. words that come out of his mouth yeah. is just a Now, yeah, I, I feel like in this situation, um, you had the school uh, on one side and, you know, and neither were seeming to be willing to concede any ground or, or any, open any yeah, reasonable right, dialogue. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, look... He has been dismissed now. Um, the the place for any grievance that he may have is in the courts, right. um, and he has not enamoured himself uh, to the courts in this country over the last no. uh, number of months. No, but as you said,
0: there's, but there's but, two sides to it, yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, like I'm always trying to look at it from both perspectives. The reality was people were saying, "Oh, is not lawful put him <laughs> in prison for not being willing to use this," and. Uh, on both sides, on the left and on the right um, of the, the commentariat, they were trying to capitalise on whatever suited their narrative. The reality was the only time that man ever stood inside a prison was because he breached a court order, not because of the words that came out of his mouth. By the same account, uh, he was being deliberately, uh, I, I suppose, not aggressive isn't the right word, but... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know where I'm coming from. I can't think of the word. Uncooperative. Yeah, he was being uncooperative and deliberately um, uh, trying to stir things uh, yeah, for his own yeah. narrative as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, at the end of the day, most people are reasonable. Most people come down the middle line on most things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and while it is somewhat theatrical and somewhat... Um, entertaining to watch for the rest what of us yeah, yeah. The, the reality here is that look if you, if you want to act the pup you're going to,
0: you're yeah, going to pay the pup, price uh,
1: facing the consequences and the one thing I always say when it comes down to people talking about free speech um, you should be free to say whatever it is you want to say but you're not free from the consequences of saying that yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah words words have power and words have consequences Um and in this situation his actions have had consequences too because had he sat at home taken his pay not have indulged in this theatrical Punch and Judy show um and had calmly and correctly presented his arguments taken his rough on knuckles he'd probably still have a job he probably would have come to an agreement or an arrangement that suited everyone right. um but probably a little bit of the martyrdom um, yeah. going on there yeah. and that's what's ended up with him being taken away yet again today um, from the school. Mm. And, you know, look, it's hard to know how, it's,
0: um, yeah, it's going how this
1: will be reported on in 10, 20, 30 years' time, but no one is coming out of it smelling of roses.
0: All right, Emis, we leave it there. really enjoyed that. Uh, we got through a couple of uh, fairly juicy items there. And uh, I thank you for your time once again, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Thank Thanks,
1: Emis.